Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, I thank you for allowing us to come before you again this evening. Lord, tonight I'd like to speak to people in regard to the resurrection. Dear Lord, I, I would like to let them understand the the nuances of the resurrection, because I think it's a very misunderstood concept and law that, you you know, a promise that you made to the people. And Lord, I'd like to just give it a clarity to get people to think about it and to test it with the scriptures, because I think there, we've been misled so many times. And so people expect this resurrection is going to take us up out of here and going to escape all the troubles. And that was never what you said. And Lord, I pray that people understand that we got work to do. And Lord, there's many prophecies right now, as I've said there, Lord, there's, there's, the churches are filled with milk knowledge. And you promised us in Isaiah 28, 9 to 13, if we only have milk knowledge and we haven't gone forward to receive the words of God from you, then we are not you know, going to make it through this judgment. And and that's a problem. It's going to be a very tough thing for people to realize because you tell the people, dear Lord, and many people are going to be shocked to find out that they've been left out because they think they got it. They think that they're saved and they're ready to heaven, but they don't have knowledge. They don't have knowledge of the truth. And Lord, you said you were coming for those who would pay attention and check the oil that's in their lamp. As a parable of 10 virgin warns us, there's a wise and unwise virgins. They both have oil, but only one group has the oil that's going to stay lit in the night. And there's one promise, and that is that you said that you are the light of life. And dear Lord, you told us also that the entrance of your words gives light. And you told us in John fifteen three that it is uh, your words that wash us clean. <clears throat> and you also said that if we abide in you and abide in your words, that we'll have whatever we desire. We definitely want to have eternal life. And Lord, you promised us in John five twenty four that we would hear your voice, which means discern what words you're speaking um, <clears throat> and believe on the promises of the Father. Then we will have not only eternal life, but we will have, we'll pass through these judgments. Now, that brings up a statement. Not only will we have eternal life, but we'll pass through the judgments. That doesn't mean escape the judgments. It means go through them. And Lord, the people are looking for a way out. They're looking for the rapture. Just take them up out of here at any moment now. And they're not washed clean by the words. They haven't even received the words yet. And dear Lord, it's it's a terrible time. And I'd just like to discuss this. And a good explanation of this is one verse, Luke 14, 14. It says there, Dear Lord, you you said, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. And this is where the people are helping those that are poor and so on that have no ability to repay them. For you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the dead. I mean, excuse me, of the just, (laughs) of the just. See, that, that just means a judgment. A resurrection of the just means a, a, um, a judgment. 
But what does the word resurrection mean? This is the problem. The word that's being used here is Strong's G386, and it's used 42 times in the New Testament. And it, it in, in, 42 verse, uh, in 40 verses, 42 times. I thought 42 is a very interesting number because this is the number of the rainbow. It's, it's the number of the months and the, and the day of the Lord and so on. And 40 is also interesting because that is the number of, of the testing of the, of the judgment for us. So, but this word means a, ri- a raising up, a rising. The word is anastasis, anastasis. And it means a rising up, a raising up, a rising up from the dead. You know, we're talking about the end of this present age. It's a very interesting thing. What he's saying is at the end of this present age, well, the age from the disciples till now is the time between Christ first appearing the 69th week and the beginning of the 70th week. That's the age that he's speaking of. So that is the age, that is the unknown time until the Father would cause his words to be opened at the end, like he promises to do in um, uh, what is it? Um, Malachi 3, 1, and also in Hebrews 10, 26 to 27, Hosea, 4, uh, Hosea 6, 5, Zechariah 14, 7, says the day of the Lord begin with the entrance of light. It tells you in Psalms 119, 130, that the entrance of his words gives that light and gives understanding to the simple. See, when you get to judgment, one of the shocking things is in these verses like in Luke 13 and, and Matthew 7 and so forth where he's talking about the people are going to be shocked. What's that mean, really? It means that the resurrection raising up of the dead means that they were dead and didn't know it. In other words, they're walking around as dead men. See, all those of the world are not of God. All those in the world are not of God. So we must come out of the world by the time of the separation judgment. And the Lord promised us the wonderful thing in Luke fourteen fifteen to 24, which he's talking about right after this statement here. He talks about the Great Supper. In other words, giving us the opportunity to come out and eat the bread of instruction so that we're ready for this gathering. And remember that the resurrection is kind of interesting. It's rising up of the dead. But we must understand that I believe we we under we should understand that that God's going to take us up, but we're coming back. And you know the Lord is telling us I, I'm not quite sure we're going to live the whole time of the the millennium on the earth. Uh, we have the promise of eternal life, but you know do we live out the years of our life? Because the Lord told us He would restore the years that the locusts have eaten at this time. So He's going to have us on the earth for a period of time to. Uh, bring forth and begin the, the the process of the eight generations of the millennium. See, the millennium, it tells us that he's going to cause us to live 120 years. So in the millennium, they're going to have 120 years, eight generations comes to 1,000 years. And that seems to be the whole purpose of that. I mean, not the whole purpose, but the, the, the really important purpose of that. But see, that's going to be based upon our teaching our young ones that go into this and us if we're there but they'll be the ones that start this and so that generations has to live up to 120 years and we get to live out our years that's going to be restored to us 
if we come out and give the glory to God. See, God wants us to build a kingdom on earth, bring the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Then he's going to take us up and we'll be with him and come back with him. The <clears throat> It tells us in... Um, when it, when it comes to uh, uh, Psalms 50 and verse 4, it tells us that he's going to send his angels to gather us up to him. All those who made a sacrifice. Well, we can't even make the sacrifice. We can't even make the sacrifice that he's looking for, the righteous acts of the saints, until we enter into the refinement. So the gathering that he's talking about in Psalms 50 and 4 seems clearly to be the actual thing that we will call a resurrection or taken up to heaven to escape the things that are coming. You know, we won't be here for the Antichrist and that thing because God has a plan for the Antichrist and it's going to be all darkness. We won't be here. So, and that's seven years. From what I understand, it's going to be seven years from this April. In other words, seven years beginning this April. That's the reign of Christ or it's going to be very close to that time. But in there is the reign of Christ for seven years. That's Daniel's 70th week. And the 70th week is Daniel 9.27. 9.26, Daniel 9.26 occurs prior to the 70th week. It is the end of all things, the flood. That's the end of this age. And the beginning of the refinement, the beginning of the, the new age, the kingdom of God that will never be defeated. We're going to be taken up to heaven because the kingdom of God is within us. It's the words of God that's in us. It makes all things. The words make all things. But... The words is you just can't say the words. You got to know what the words mean, and you got to understand how to call upon them. That is what the Lord says when He says He'll pour out His Spirit upon us and make us know His word. Know His words means we'll understand the promises they enable. We'll understand how to enable those promises. We'll understand these things. He's going to teach us in all of our hearts, and we're going to gather together. And because He teaches this person one thing, and this person another, and this another, it'll all it'll all stir up and, and become great. That's what Paul is warning us in Hebrews 10, 24 to 31. Focus on those things. That's really important. But the resurrection of the just is really, if you read and, and interpret the Greek word correctly, it's the rising of the dead because the Lord sees us as dead men walking at this time. He says in Zechariah 10, 3 that all his shepherds he's angry with because his people are in the goat herds. Those are dead men walking. We are dead men. We don't even understand that the, the world system, the Admiralty Law, that's based upon, treats us as they've bought our soul. They own our soul. They've separated it in their divine justice system, you could call it. And the Vatican is a culprit in this. They're the ones uh, where it's all being operated through their system for the Crown Trust. So they're guilty completely of making a market for the souls of men. That's what they do. They, they have a financial market for the souls of men. And they treat us as dead men walking. And they consider themselves living. They're not living. They don't have the words of God or the knowledge of the words of God. And they're going to find out because they are, remember he's coming for the rising up of the just. They're not just. They're trading in the souls of men, so they're not of the just. And they will be punished at this time. That's what the Lord said, come out from them, Revelation 18, 1 to 4, because you're going to share in their sins that they're doing and receive of the plagues that's going to come upon them for the sins that they're doing. 
But if we just keep it going, remember that their sins that they're doing is they want to commit a global genocide. They want to bring about a one world order and bring and to get rid of Moses' law and bring in the Noahide morality law. Make all religions come together in moral ways. No, that don't work. That, that, that is asinine because it cannot be done except for the kingdom of God because God gave us an instruction. We were to go out and be the nations in Daniel, um, excuse me, Genesis 9. Excuse me, I think it's Genesis 10. They were given the nations and it never was revoked. In other words, all these nations have a work to do for the kingdom of God to make known the words. They were to come to the knowledge of truth and gather together. At the end, when the Lord reigns as king, only then can there be one nation because only then are we allowed to come out of this. That's why Romans 13 was protecting the law of the nations that God gave, but that ended when the Lord opened the words and told us not to follow these people of the world, but that we should all come together in his kingdom. In other words, one nation united under God, all the nations of the earth under one, one nation, because he's bringing it under him as king. No other earthly ruler. There will be no nobody except the Lord. You'll have nations because he says there's going to be, but you're to God. It's one nation doing away the words. He's teaching each one of us. He's circumcising our hearts. He's God over us. So we do away with these things of constitutions and all the rest of that. It's not of God. That's an engraven image. And that's why, you know, he didn't want us to have those things. He wanted to write his words, which is his law. Remember, his law is truth and his truth is his words. Psalms 119, 130, 142, uh, 160, and uh, John 17, 17. So the resurrection that's coming right now is to restore us back to life. In other words, heal our bodies because we've been totally destroyed. We, we You know, the, the nation, like America, is spending, and last I understood, is in the trillions of dollars they're spending through the Pentagon for the chemtrail program. With all the thousands of planes they've retrofitted and expanded the wings and put different engines and put all this fuel systems on it so they can fly all over the world and spray on these chemtrails every day. Thousands of pilots are doing this. And they even put it into commercial airlines and some of those airplanes. So you see that that is, and the chemicals and and the monitoring of this, the planning and all this, trillions of dollars being spent. If you really wanted to build a wall to protect us from Mexico, you don't have to get Congress approval because Congress doesn't vote the approval of the financial budgets. It's the Crown Trust that does. It's almost hilarious today. and you, it's Not hilarious. It's sad, really. The sadness is, you know, Trump does this thing where he's going to get rid of the Planned Parenthood uh, international funding. And, of course, you know, I think it's Sweden or uh, Holland or one of those countries today uh, states, although funded, They'll fund it. Well, understand, it's coming out of the same sink. It's coming out of the crown trust pit of evil, fiat currency that is based upon the U.S. dollar. So, yeah, politically, we look like we're not going to fund it. But the DHS, which is working for the crown trust, is doing this. And it was it was sad today to see the president go to Department of Homeland Security and make this great speech. When he knows, anybody that's in the government at that level knows that the Department of Homeland Security uh, reports to the Crown Trust. So, you know, he's not the commander-in-chief of the Crown Trust, only by title, 
only by puppet string. And so he's saying all those things there. And, and, you know, the Crown Trust is telling him what to do. They're writing all these things and organizing it. But I was sat in a meeting on January 30th, 2002, when they admitted that the Department of Homeland Security, which hadn't even been presented to the Congress, was already running, already reporting to um, the the Crown Trust. <clears throat> and senators and all of them were involved. And they were going to do this false TV thing in um, June to November, which they did, you know, national TV in June 2002, to make it look like they're approving something valid. <laughs> and it was already running before that time, running by Tom Ridge. And then in December of that year, he had to call for President Bush to appoint uh, or suggest the appointment of Tom Ridge to run the Department of Homeland Security when he'd been running it for years. <laughs> so he's he's going to be now appointed officially to run it. <clears throat> but I sat in that meeting and they were sending, you know, $50 billion a day to, to, um, to, um, South America countries because Department of Homeland Security was operating their borders and putting in buying up lands and businesses and everything for the Crown Trust that they were going to monitor the borders in South America just as they monitor all the borders of Mexico, all the borders of Canada, and all the borders of the United States. So Canada, United States, and that are already run. The borders and everything are already run by the Department of Homeland Security. So let's build a wall. <laughs> what, what purpose is this? You know, the only purpose of a wall there is to keep uh, people in, you know, so they can more easily, I mean, they're going to put lots of troops there. Watch, that's probably the next thing they do is start putting the troops. And, you know, they had those rival gangs and all that that they've been financing and so on. So, you know, that's not <clears throat> what I'm saying is this is the, the, the dead. These are the people of the dead, all the people that follow along with these leaders that work for the harlot, for the crown trust. Um, that's the little horn. And the ten nations, they've already divided the world up into ten nations, but there's a little nation, that little one, which, you know, it runs the Vatican, which is a sovereign nation, and it runs Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, which is also a sovereign nation, not even part of America. So, it, you know, people think it is because we've been lied to and told all these things, but that's not the way it's run. So we see all this today going on, and it's interesting that the prophetic words that we're hearing the last two and three days. Uh, and I gave that talk on January 20th that we should hear it uh, about Trump and what God's calling him to do. But now we're hearing prophetic words about the great deception that's going on and the, dis the illusion of truth. And it's not truth at all. And that's what God is warning us. Come out from that. So he's calling his people out. But they're not listening. They don't know what the knowledge of truth is, which is the words of God. They do not realize because the preachers aren't teaching them that Romans 13 is not in effect now because Romans 18, 1 to 4 is in effect because the words of God are open. And it's the words of God that washes you clean. It's the words of God that enable you to do, get all you desire as long as you follow the way of the Lord. And he will increase your knowledge. He will cause you to know his words. Proverbs one twenty three. if you'll ask him, knock and you shall receive. So the resurrection of the just is the separation judgment. At the separation judgment, what's he going to do? He's going to judge you on the talents. The just means, you know, to be just, we, we are being measured by our talents. So it's really the raising up of the dead to give them the, the gift of the uh, eternal life, which, you know, they're, they're going to, eternal life means you're, he's going to circumcise your heart so you never go back to doing evil. 
And you, you should not go back to doing evil because you circumcise your heart. The more righteous acts of the saints you put on the fine linen. What's the fine linen? It shines and, and it's the linen of the righteousness. And it, it covers our heart. That's what he's talking about. It covers our heart. So he's going to get rid of the darkness in us. We won't want to be arrogant. That's why he's telling us in that thing in Luke 14. He says, don't go sit at the highest part of the table. Don't be arrogant at this time. Don't be looking for something at this time. Understand our sins as a people. Understand it. We've allowed all this to go on for all this time and didn't do anything about it. The idols. And today he's talking about the idols. We've got to get rid of the idols. I've, that's, I've been speaking. And this is not me making these prophecies. These are coming from people all over the place. God is speaking to us through all these things. So that's what it's doing. But the resurrection of the just is the raising up of the dead, which is all of us are dead. And what, what you don't understand is under our birth certificate, when you're holding a birth certificate, you're actually holding a, a document that says you are a dead estate to the world system by their their law system that they operate covertly at, was put in place in uh, with the coming forth of the um, – I mean, put in strongly with FDR in the time of Franklin Daniel Roosevelt. He bankrupted the nation. They set up this financial system which trades on the souls of men. In other words, the dead estates of men uh, because they consider us to be dead estates. They take the afterbirth and they give that to um, the actual live birth certificate. And, you know, there's a whole set of documents that you don't even understand the way they do them because, uh, um, you know, you don't even sign these things as as a parent in reality you're signing it as a witness um you know of the birth and there's somebody else that signs the register itself and they're actually considered to be the father of the of the child and they consider the child to be the afterbirth but they don't understand god owns everything in the womb he owns it all he owns the afterbirth he owns all of that they don't have a right to declare that as their uh being so they they basically have this, you know, it's the the afterbirth is left behind, of course, and they hold it there for a period of time, and then uh, it it dies, and and they consider that a dead estate then. But we have a what do you call a sales certificate? It's called our birth certificate. It's like a sales certificate. It's nothing reality. We're not a living being to them. We become a contract with them. We entered into a contract with them. Our parents take home. A child, but that child is not a living person. It, it's um, something else, you know, reality. There are people that will explain this to you in detail. There's, there's people out there. They don't understand the words of God, I don't believe. But they believe, I mean, they spent their time seeking out the knowledge of this contract law system and the birth certificate system and how that works and how it's such a cheat. But the only thing I believe that you've got to know about this is that when the Lord says they're trading in souls in Revelation 18, that's what he's talking about. And when he says that we're walking dead, we are. We are technically walking dead people by the admiralty law system, which rules the world, that the Crown Trust has put in and that our government, uh, headed out of the District of Columbia, has gone with. And we are actually, you know, we're called citizens. We're citizens and you have to look at they they go back to the Latin in the description of these words, so they mistreat that, and they treat everything as uh, having to do with a contract or not a living person or those kind of things. It's a real trick. You can 
there is um, videos on YouTube you can go and look at, um, and I'll, I'll give it to you tomorrow night, the name of the videos, but you can see, uh, like in the UK court system, they took a birth certificate and went to court, and they proved that the, the court system is not a common law court, but it's a contract court. And and the judge got totally frustrated with them and um, and had to give up at the end because they knew the system and they understood how evil this was and what was going on. So the judge was demanding they stand up, demanding this, but he had no, you know, he wouldn't provide his oath that gave him any authority, and so they wouldn't stand up, and and so on. This went on until the judge had to finally give up, and uh, it's very interesting how they. Uh, abandoned the case uh, because it, it, they disclosed it was a contract court and they don't want that to be known. And a judge, if he makes this stuff known, I understand he, he has an agreement, he can be killed by this. So we've got to be very careful what what is being said. But people need to understand this is real. This is deception. That's what the Lord is talking about. And this is why he says the resurrection of the just. And the resurrection is anatasis, which is the wording means rising of the dead, and we are walking about legally. I'm talking about in our law system that they go by, we are considered dead people. I've shown the the actual law from the IRS tax law code that uh, they try to change these things for people, but it's stated right in there that the uh, uh, child is considered a dead estate. It never becomes alive, <laughs> you know. So as we grow up, we're never alive. We just enter into contracts and stuff with them, but we're not an actual living person to them. And they are, you know, they are outside of the system. They've set up a secret way for them to come outside of the system. They claim their live birth record. See, there's a live birth record, and then there's the birth certificates. And a live birth record, we don't get. They don't give it to you. So that that's that's the part that has the record of the the afterbirth being the 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 living one that died and so we're a dead estate because the afterbirth died of course it does god owned it it wasn't meant to be a life like that it was meant to bring forth the baby <laughs> and uh, we are living they didn't you know so this whole system is just a total scam and going to dhs today all this is total deception the wall is totally deception the Mexican wall, and battle over who's going to pay for it. You know, the whole thing is funded by fiat currency. And if you want to get money for building a wall, well, fine. Just quit sending money to South America to buy up lands and stuff for the Crown Trust and, and stop that stuff. You know, it, and quit financing. Uh, and, you know, DHS buses were bringing in these immigrants from all over the world. They're, they're doing on planes and buses coming up from Mexico and through all the way through Mexico. And DHS is controlling the borders of all of Mexico, not just our border with Mexico, but all the borders of Mexico. DHS was, that was in 2002. Think how much they've done now. And they were sending all that money to South America to set up DHS control over all those countries and Central America and so on. They, it's just sickening, uh, the deception that's going on and people are not looking for it. But that's what God is talking about. The resurrection of the just means the rising of the dead to their just reward. That's the separation judgment, Luke seventeen thirty four. It's coming in the night of the day of the Lord. We're in the last year of the night of the day of the Lord. So we have to understand this is now. It's coming. 
And God is telling us this. And we're not paying attention. We're not even seeking the knowledge of truth, which is required if you want to be kept away from going into the punishment. The, the rising up of the dead to the just reward means you've separated yourself from the, from the world in accordance to the Lord's demand in John seventeen seventeen and Joel two twelve to 20. You cannot be sanctified as holy until you receive the Holy Spirit, which you cannot receive the Holy Spirit if you're of the world. I don't care if you're a prophet, a preacher, or whatever you are. You're not, you don't walk with the Holy Spirit. When Jesus came with all the people of Israel, they didn't have it. It can't enter those of the world, John fourteen fifteen to 17. And it tells you that in Second Corinthians twelve one to four, and we don't we're not set apart from the world. We're still walking about as living dead people. <laughs> we're not living to the world system where God sees us as living, but we got to claim our, you know, Jesus made us. He owns us, so we have to claim, you know, change our claim from being of them to be a son of God, which is what it says in John ten thirty four to thirty six, and under God's law. The way to do that in John 10, 34 to 36 reveals it to us. If we receive the words of God, we are sons of God. We're not of the world. We're as gods, real gods, not some idol made of concrete or wood, but we're sons of God. And the whole earth is waiting for the rising of sons of God so they can receive the words and restore the earth. Because with the words, all the enables of God's good works prepared from the foundation of the world to bring forth the likeness of the Garden of Eden on earth is what? It's there in the words. That's what he's telling us in Ezekiel 36. We have to understand that Ezekiel 36, 35 says he'll do this, but only after he sprinkles water on us. And the water is the washing of the water of the word. And if we receive these words that are holy, John three thirty four says his words, God's words only come with the full measure of God's spirit in them. Can you name any English or UK word or any in their languages, uh, you know, Arabic or Israeli or Jewish language? None of those languages have that. It is something else. You have to have the thoughts. See, words are only as good as your thoughts and your teaching that you've learned. So if you've learned the thoughts and the ways of God, which is higher than our earthly ways and so forth, then you're, then you're using the words in his language, not the language of the world. And that's the difference. And he says he will make us know that language. Proverbs 1, 23. Okay, I pray that this has been a helpful understanding of the thing. See, the resurrection cannot come until we've been washed and made clean. Ephesians 5, 25, 27 makes that clean, clear. And he tells us in Daniel 12, 92, at this time when the Lord comes forth, what's he going to do? He's going to purify, make white, and refine a lot of people. And that's us. We have to turn now and do this. We have to come out of the world. They don't have authority, and they're they're getting ready to do a global genocide, rioting. I mean, everything is deceit. They're going to have every kind of thing you want. And what they call it internally is religious war, even though they won't say that to the public. They're going to say, oh, it's hate. It's Muslims against the, the Jews and the Christians against the Muslims and all this stuff they're stirring up. And they're stirring up. Trump is stirring up all this trouble everywhere. It looks like he's doing good things. I had a good friend that I trust very much, and he he sees it, and he says, so happy with what's going on. I said, you don't understand. Look at the people around him, and look what he's really doing. You know, how logical it is to build a wall between Mexico and the U.S. when DHS is controlling Mexico and the United States and Canada. All their borders are controlled by us. 
why why are we even worried about this? And, we, and it's it's just silly. And then they're looking to get a budget approved by Congress. Congress can't approve the budget. The only reason that the wall put up is if the Crown Trust wants it, and they'll they'll approve the funding because they issue the currency. It's issued every night from London. It's not issued here in America. London gives authority to the currency. You know, what's issued, not issued. Crown Trust runs all that. Treasury is controlled and owned. All the treasuries of all the nations, China, Russia, and all of us, they can't do anything, no more than we can do anything, because the Crown Trust has to approve everything China does and Russia does. They're all part of this pact together. The Law of the Sea Treaty, 2008, sealed that. No gold or silver can move without the approval of the nations together. They're all united, just like the Lord promised in Zechariah 14.1. He'd cause them to all come together. And that's why it's Ezekiel 38 now. It's going to be, there's going to be a similar kind of war at the end of the millennium. But this is Ezekiel 38 now. This is the fifth beast kingdom. This is the one that's trying to unite the whole world and do this. The Antichrist won't be able to do that the way that they're doing it at this time. You know, <clears throat> this is that one. This is the Ezekiel 38 war that we're in right now. It's, it's coming to this. And they're, they're planned for a long time, and they've had to wait for God to bring them forth so he can get glorified on the earth. What's he going to be glorified? He's going to cause Jesus' kingdom to come on earth. He's going to reign over the earth for seven years, Daniel 9.27. That comes as soon as the war is over. You know, this war is over, but understand there's going to be wars after we, uh, after the Lord does, his reign is over. After the seven years the Lord reigns, then the Antichrist and ten kings are going to reign for 42 months. You know, they, they get their crowns and they turn them over to the, the, um, to the little horn. That's why he's talking about it, the, the head that was wounded come back to life. Well, that's that same thing. They're going to make a little nation, this little uh, Antichrist and a false prophet. They're going to rise up and they're going to be that little horn again. And they're going to control the 10 nations. That's what's happening now. They've divided the world into 10 nations since the 1960s. Had that plan for a long time. And so we we think, you know, it's like we think we're United States. And they've already taken away our, our United States, actually. They're, Mexico and Canada are all run at, under one, under the DHS. And it's just so, that's why the Lord telling us in prophetic word right now, it's delusional. It's deception. And all of this is they must come out and we must make it known. There is something we must do. We must declare that we are sons of God. The only way we can do that is if we repent to the Lord and ask him to pour his spirit upon us so we can make, he'll make known his words to us. You cannot get the knowledge of his words to receive it if you don't ask for them and he doesn't pour out his spirit and cause you to know it. I can't cause you to know it. It's the spirit of God in his words that cause you to know it. But it'll only work in you when you seek the Lord to, and, and with, you know, with the truth. In other words, you can't say, oh, Lord, if it's true, let me do this. I, w- I want to have this advantage. But if it's not, you know, let me see the abomination in it. You know, you got you to gotta search out the scriptures and believe and then ask the Lord. He says, where's your faith? Where's your hearing of the word? That's what faith is. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you don't hear the word, you haven't got faith. You just think you do. That's why there's so many in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. It's going to be cast out in Luke 14 or 13. It says the same thing. We cast out. He's saying, I never knew you. Because why? You wouldn't hear the words of his voice. 
you wouldn't discern the words of his voice because he was sent into the world, Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19, to make known the words of God and to bear witness to the works of God. They are done on a higher level than our earthly things. Science and God's words are amazing. They're not like the science we have to do today with all of the formulas and everything else. You can speak to a mountain and make it move. That's not science. It's of our world today. That's of God's kingdom. That's higher than our language. That's higher words than our, our words. He's given us miracles throughout the years as a testimony. Just It's like he said, the Lord is always working, trying to get us to see the truth, and we'll turn and ask him for his words because he made all things in six days by his words. And we're trying to justify the science that we understand uh, ways of science so we can say, oh, it was billions of years and everything else. That's baloney. That's like to believe the earth is a ball. It's, it's a round disk. Lord, I pray that you'll help us all to understand your truth, Lord. Let us understand all that's going on at this time, Lord, for thy kingdom's sake. And Lord, let the people understand that this is the rising up of the dead and we are truly dead people under the law system of this world. Lord, we must come out of that and recognize that that law system's over. That you've told us to come out from following these people to walk in fornication with the devil. And all these that walk under that system are walking in fornication with the devil. Help us to see the truth and know to call on you. And then, Lord, give us your blessing, Lord, and watch over us and provide for us. As you said, Lord, if we'd come out, you would feed us like stall-fed calves. And, Lord, we pray your hand be upon us. Bring us to that day, Lord, where we can rejoice and learn in your kingdom anew. And recognize the difference between walking as dead men and walking as a true living being with eternal life. That's what you're meaning with eternal life, life that will not stop. Their life, they don't, you know, we, our birth certificate that we hold in our hands is actually a death certificate, and they don't understand that. They understand that it's representing a contract of a dead estate. And dear Lord, I pray we understand. Dear Lord, we've been tricked. We've been deceived, every one of us. And Lord, I pray we'll come to the truth. Help us, Lord, to set ourselves apart in your kingdom, as you said in John seventeen seventeen, and then do what you told us to do in Joel two twelve to twenty. Thank you, Father. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.